But it's been a hard start of the year. A hard start of the year for many families. For into this space where today we celebrate this beautiful baptism, where we celebrate the new life of spring outside, where we sing Easter songs. In this space, we have gathered four different times over the last four months to say goodbye to loved ones. In this very sense place, we have gathered for funerals of folks that are dear to us. Regular folks, folks that would have been here this morning that would be enjoying this spring. And as the community of God, we have wept, and we still hurt and suffer that loss. At the end of our funeral liturgy, there is a prayer. It's a prayer of commendation. It's the final prayer where we trust God to God's eternal care, those who we love so dearly and we miss, whose death rocks us to the core. And in that prayer, we acknowledge that this person is a sheep of the Lord's own fold, a lamb of the Lord's own flock. It's a beautiful image. It's an image that says God has cared for the life of this person, that this person is part of God's life, and now we entrust them to God's eternal care. It's a hard prayer, but it's a prayer of faith, and it's a prayer that ultimately lifts us up. What does it mean, though, for us today as spring is opening all around us? What does it mean for us to be a lamb of Jesus' own flock, a sheep of Jesus' own fold? What does that mean? On the fourth Sunday of Easter, every year we celebrate the Good Shepherd Sunday if you noticed, all the hymns today are connected to shepherd imagery. Now, as a city boy, I feel a little inadequate when it comes to shepherds and sheep and farm-related things. Those of you who have grown up on farms, you know about the sheep and you know all sorts of things about the seasons and the changing and, and all of that. Um, as a city boy, the closest we got to sheep was a little picture of Jesus in a Sunday school wall holding a lamb. And there were two pictures, actually. One was the lamb in the hands of Jesus and in the arms of Jesus, and the other one had the lamb around the shoulders of Jesus. That was my kind of favorite one. It looked like he was lifting up the lamb. That image, though, of Jesus being a good shepherd, it meant something even to the city kid. It meant that Jesus was going to be there with the love and the care and when life got hard and rough. And Jesus would be there with compassion. 
When Jesus first shared with his disciples, I am the good shepherd, that imagery, it wasn't so much related to the farm, though. It wasn't the common image that everyone knew on the farm. It was a royal image. You see, in the first century and the centuries before, the image of the shepherd was one of royalty. It was connected to King David. King David was the royal shepherd. And all those who followed, followed in the way of the shepherd, the ruler. The image when we say that God is our shepherd, the Lord is our shepherd, the image that God leads us in this life of joy and springtime and of sorrow and winter The Lord leads us in a path, in a way that is good. That imagery is about leadership. And the Pharisees who first heard it, they were a little shooken up about it. Because Jesus' leadership, Jesus' direction was so very different from what they anticipated They thought that to be holy and to follow in the paths of God was about following all the rules and keeping the tradition unaltered. It was following in the path, and if you fell from that path, then you were outside of God's care and love. But that wasn't the direction that Jesus traveled at all. Jesus' direction was one of compassion and grace. He went out of his way to go to the folks that fell from the rigid rules. To reach out to them. To forgive. To bring them in. Following in the path of Jesus then is following in the path of that hospitality and love and grace. Following the path of the Pharisees, well, that's all about the rules and who's inside and who's out, who's excluded, who has to get their act together in order to be back in the fold. But not for Jesus. For Jesus, the Good Shepherd, grace is at the heart of our relationship. Grace and love of God is what connects us together. And not only those who gather in Christian sanctuaries and celebrate, because the fold of God extends beyond these holy doors. It extends to the whole world, for God so loved the world, the cosmos, the universe, all of life. And in all of life is found that creative pulse, that creative essence of God. Today, we celebrate following the Good Shepherd. It's an invitation, and it's wonderful. We had a baptism this morning. Because from the waters of baptism, we travel into this life each day. In the joys and in the sorrows, we travel as God's people. 
And when we follow the path of our Savior, then we reach out in love and care. We listen to others. We hear their needs and we respond with generosity. We are about welcome as a community. And when we do that, then we proclaim this Easter message in ways that are tangible, in ways that reach out beyond our experiences and our traditions. Today, in that prayer, that closing commendation prayer, that prayer of trust in which we lift our loved ones up to God, the line that follows belonging to God's flock is one that reminds us that we are sinners of God's own redeeming. By the grace of God, by the laying down of God's life in Christ and the lifting of it up, that resurrection, we are connected with the forgiveness and the love that keeps on going even when we cannot. And so today... Let's think about, let's respond to that love, that care by being the flock, the sheep of the Good Shepherd. Let us follow, not the Pharisees, but the Christ down the path of love and care, down the path that brings and is filled with Easter joy through our sorrows. And through our joys, we tarry forth as God's flock. Amen.